Well, now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. These Democrat candidates are so lackluster, they have no choice but to impeach Trump. That's the only chance they have to win. And last night's debate proved that. There was not a single candidate on that stage who showed a spark of energy or magic or anything that could defeat Donald Trump. The Democrats know this. And so they have decided to establish this kangaroo court with a bunch of career operatives to mutilate our constitutional process. All right, don't forget, remember, remember what AOC said. She said these, the, these impeachment hearings are about preventing a potentially disastrous outcome from occurring next year. Yeah, you think? Quickly want to tell you about our sponsor today, who is ExpressVPN. Recently, over 100 million people had their personal information stolen in a major data breach. Social security numbers, contact details, credit scores, and more, all taken from Capital One customers. So there's a good chance you were affected, especially if you bank with them. These kinds of attacks are getting more and more frequent and more and more severe. And it's not just Capital One, Equifax, Facebook, eBay, even Uber, PlayStation, Yahoo, they all have had leaked passwords, credit cards, and bank numbers belonging to billions of users exposed. That is why I use ExpressVPN. You can't control how big corporations mishandle your data, but you can protect yourself. And ExpressVPN is an app for your computer and phone that encrypts and secures your data. If Capital One can be breached, so can you. ExpressVPN connects with just one click and it costs less than seven bucks a month. So use my special link, go to expressvpn.com slash WHB right now to arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show and protect yourself. That is expressvpn.com slash WHB gets you an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash WHB. All right, guys. Last night was so bad. It was so bad. It was like a repeat episode. Nothing we haven't heard already, uh, except that Joe Biden is an advocate of a apparently Violence Against Women Act, and in order to change the culture of violence, here's what we have to do. Keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big, no, I really mean it. No, I really mean it. Just keep punching at it, keep punching at it. This is how we're gonna end violence against women. Just keep punching at it. No, I really mean it. Now, keep punching at it, Joe Biden clearly still considers himself the front runner. I know I'm the front runner. Find me a national poll with the notable, a couple exceptions, the last four that have come out. Yeah, a couple of notable exceptions. The last four that have come out. Yeah, well, I'm not in first place. But besides that, find me a poll besides the last four that don't have me as the front runner, okay? And besides, are the Democrats really comfortable running a so-called front runner who makes embarrassing gaffes like this? I have more people supporting me in the black community that have announced for me because they know me. They know who I am. Three former chairs of the Black Caucus, the only African-American woman that ever been elected to the United States Senate. A whole range of people. No, My point no, is, that's not true. The other that's one is true. here. <laughs> I said the first. Thank I said the first. Thank Yeah, the, fr the first black African-American woman. Cringe. 
I mean, she's standing right there. But maybe it's because, remember, Kamala is not exactly an African-American. No, she is an Indian Jamaican. So maybe she should have been like, Joe Biden, why you got to do me like that? So what if I'm not African-American? I got the black skin. What you're doing to me, boy, is unacceptable, man. Joe Biden. He wouldn't know what to do with that. That's how Kamala should talk for the rest of the debates. Then she'd win. Then I might even vote for Kamala, for kookie kookie Kamala. Really, Joe Biden, that's your front runner? A guy who barely knows where he is? And then, of course, then, of course, at the debate, we got more of the same ghoulish abortion, killing baby endorsements. When it comes down to that decision, a woman should be able to call on her mother. She should be able to call on her partner. She should be able to call on her priest or her rabbi. But the one entity that should not be in the middle of that decision is the government. Okay, so the government should be involved, according to Elizabeth Warren, in every single aspect of your life. But when it comes time to kill that fetus, government, you stay away. Don't you get near that mother and her forceps to rip that brain to pieces. That's not government's role. Government's role is to order you what to eat. Government's role is to tell you what to drive. Government's role is to tell you what kind of soda you can have. On the other hand, this decision, the decision to kill your baby, is between a woman and her executioner. Excuse me, her doctor. Now, many in the sophisticated media elite thought that Mr. Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, excuse me, was the big winner. Pete Buttigieg. There's no way that Pete Buttigieg can become president. President Buttigieg? That's laughable. They're all laughable which is why other people are now trying to get into the race. They're realizing, oh my gosh, these candidates suck butt. We have to jump in. They recognize that none of those people on the stage can beat Trump. So Michael Bloomberg, now actively preparing to enter 2020 presidential race. It appears people are a little bit worried Biden's not gonna cut it. So now Bloomberg, you know, the guy who tried to ban big soda, sugary drinks, he's going to try to save the race as the moderate who is actually electable, unlike most of the radicals on that stage. And then you've got Deval Patrick making a late bid in the 2020 presidential campaign. And he's the former black Massachusetts governor who they're hoping maybe can capture both the black and the moderate votes. 18 candidates running, 18 candidates running, and they still need more because they know that not one of those clowns can win, and they're getting desperate. And that's what it comes down to. They know they must get rid of Donald Trump. They must get Donald Trump out of office. After all, he wasn't supposed to win in the first place. It should be Hillary sitting up there in that Oval Office. And so they don't see Donald Trump as a president merely with whom they disagree, which is the reality. They just don't like his policies. They don't like the American people and their policies that they voted on. They believe they're brutish, brutish. They believe they're simple. They believe they're deplorable and irredeemable. And they believe because Donald Trump is not Hillary, he is a threat to the security of the nation. Listen here to Kuki Kuki Kamala with her silly, silly answer. What Donald Trump has done from pulling out of the Paris Agreement to pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, 
to consistently turning a back on people who have stood with us in difficult times, including most recently the Kurds, points out that Donald Trump is the greatest threat to the national security of our nation at this moment. Donald Trump is the greatest threat to the security of our nation at this moment. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to, folks. Even though pulling out of the Paris Agreement, pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, all of that, pulling out of Syria, ending endless foreign wars, all of those are things he campaigned on, oh, and won on, but they don't want that. And they don't think those ideas are acceptable. That's not how things have been done in Washington. Sure, the American people want it, but we here in the highest office in the land, the people who are supposed to be executing the desires and wishes of the American people, don't think that's very wise. And so we're not gonna listen to you. Instead, we're going to continue doing the things the way we wanna do them. And so they don't want that to happen. And so they are holding these impeachment hearings to make sure they can get rid of the quote, greatest threat to our security, via undemocratic means. And that's been the plan, by the way, since day one. Russia, however, was a flop. They were hoping they could impeach him over that. So now they're snatching up these, these nobodies and putting them on the stand. Here you go. Oh, you, you heard somebody who heard the conversation? Why don't you go testify? And today, it's a woman named Fiona Hill and a dude named David Holmes. And Fiona Hill, she is the former National Security Council official, and her focus was on how Giuliani tried to pressure the Ukraine. Holmes is a career foreign services officer at the State Department. He was a diplomat at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. And his big claim to fame is that he, well, he overheard a phone call. You got it. He overheard a phone call between Sondland and Trump, and here's what he thought about it. This was a very distinctive experience. Uh, in my, I've never seen anything like this in my Foreign Service career. Someone at a lunch in a restaurant making a call on a cell phone uh, to the President of the United States. Um, being able to hear his voice, uh, it's a very distinctive personality, so we've all seen it on television. Um, very colorful language was used. Um, they were directly addressing something that I had been wondering about working on for weeks and, and even months, um, a topic that had led uh, to the, the uh, recall of my former boss, the former ambassador. Um, and so here was a person who's, who said he had direct contact with the president and had said that over the course of time. Here he is actually having that contact with the president hearing the president's voice and them talking about this issue of uh, the Biden investigation uh, that I'd been uh, been hearing about. That he'd been hearing about. Oh, and so what did he hear the president say? I then heard President Trump ask, so he's going to do the investigation. Ambassador Sondland replied that he's going to do it. Whoa, 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 wait. You, you, you were able to hear both ends of the conversation? Because that's not how phones work. Usually how phones work and have worked since the beginning of time, since they were invented, is unless you're on speakerphone, you're not able to hear both ends of the conversation. And yet somehow, alas... While Ambassador Sondland's phone was not on speakerphone, I could hear the president's voice through the earpiece of the phone. The president's voice was loud and recognizable. And Ambassador Sondland held the phone away from his ear for a period of time, presumably because of the loud volume. Mm, okay, yeah, that sounds likely. Now, no witness to this date, witness, you know, these witnesses, has said there was definitely a, a quid pro quo, only that it was their opinion that there was such. My clear impression was that the security assistance hold was likely intended by the president either as an expression of dissatisfaction with the Ukrainians 
who had not yet agreed to the Burisma Biden investigation, or as an effort to increase the pressure on them to do so. Oh, it was his clear impression, and it was likely. It was his clear impression that there was likely a quid pro quo. You know, I'm not a judge, but I'm pretty sure that does not count as admissible evidence, especially when we know that the president has explicitly said, I want no quid pro quo. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, saying he felt no pressure. So what the hell does it matter if this Holmes guy thought there was pressure? Now, on the phone, all he heard the president say, you know, from the from the other end of the phone, is that he's going to do the investigation. Well, that's Zelensky's prerogative. Burisma is a massive entity that we all know is filled to the brim with corruption. And the Biden family got involved with it. And the Biden family is corrupt. Joe Biden obstructed justice in Ukraine. He blackmailed Ukraine to get the prosecutor removed to protect his son. That is a massive Democrat scandal that, by the way, is not coming up in these impeachment hearings. And it didn't come up on that debate stage, by the way, not once. I wonder why. Very odd. They have nothing on the president. All they have is this Holmes and this Fiona character and Sondland and whoever the hell else is saying, well, it's my opinion, sir. It's my opinion, Your Honor, that he was pressured. It's my opinion that there was indeed likely a quid pro quo. They have nothing. The president of the Ukraine said there was no quid pro quo. The president of the United States said he didn't want a quid pro quo. That should be it. Hearing adjourned. But instead, they will drag this out just like they did with the Russia investigation until they can perhaps find a, a slip up that they can then use to send a Trump associate to jail. You know, they've learned their lesson. That's why none of the Trump associates are testifying because they know these people, oh, they're just looking for a wrong date. Oh, you said this happened on the 27th? Well, it was actually the 28th and therefore you have lied under oath. To jail you go. Oh, you don't remember exactly what was said in one of the thousands of emails you sent? You lied under oath, lock him up. Interestingly, Hillary Clinton, James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, John Brennan, James Clapper, and a whole host of other people lied under oath with zero consequence. Oh, but Papadopoulos and Roger Stone and Michael Flynn and Paul Manafort all got thrown behind bars for minor infractions. The left has rigged the system so badly, and you wonder why Trump supporters are furious. You wonder why Trump supporters are screaming from the rooftops, we want justice. It's because there is no justice. You've got a stage full of people that appeal to nobody in this country, and yet they want to eject this president from office because they don't think he should have won in 2016. That's the Democrat mentality. And this is readily apparent to anybody who's paying any ounce, any iota of attention. None of these people, none of these people on that stage can capture the hearts and minds of the American people. You know, during the debate, they kept on saying, oh, we need somebody who can bring us together. And that person is me. Really, you guys are some of the most divisive, angry, radical, insane lunatics this country has ever seen. And you actually think <laughs> that you can bring us together? What the hell kind of crack are you smoking? 
everyone seems to be aware of how awful, awful this lineup is, except the people in the lineup. And that's why we're suffering through these desperate impeachment hearings. And believe me, they're desperate. It's an insult to the American people. It's an affront to the Republic. And it is a shame that we have to be put through the fifth day now, day five of this un-American experiment to overthrow a duly elected president simply because these people cannot get over the 2016 election. All right, now Joe Biden, frontrunner Joe Biden, he just got some really interesting news. He's got another grandson coming. He's gonna be a grandpa. His son, Hunter, knocked up a rando. But before we get to that, our sponsor is Keeps. So the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. So let's talk about a possible solution. The FDA approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT and prevent hair loss. It's even triggered hair regrowth in a good percentage of guys. Until now, however, those products were very expensive and required a doctor visit. Well, not anymore. Keeps offers the generic versions of those two FDA-approved hair products, so not only are they up to 90% effective, but they're totally affordable, and I got you half off to get you started. With Keeps, you can keep your hair without ever leaving your couch. Answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a licensed doctor, that's a doctor you know who has a slit that says, I'm totally legit, will review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it is shipped discreetly to your door. So if you're tired of losing your hair, I just got you a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order. 50% off. That's right. Go to keeps.com slash today. That is keeps.com slash today. Hunter Biden just took a DNA test. Turns out he's a hundred percent. That baby daddy. Hunter Biden is a baby daddy. I thought that only happened in the black community. That's right. A DNA test proves that 49 year old Hunter Biden while he was dating his dead brother's widow, I mean, this guy, while he was dating his, dating his brother's widow, he got some other 28-year-old chick in Arkansas knocked up. I mean, dude, this guy's a dog. This guy's a walking mess. This guy was dishonorably discharged from the Navy for cocaine use. He's gone to rehab for drug and alcohol abuse. So he's a bit of a mess. I, I really do, and I say this sincerely. I hope, he, I hope he's well now. But that does not excuse him stealing his dead brother's wife and then at the same time knocking up another chick while sleeping with his brother's widow. So the chick in Arkansas doesn't seem to be too thrilled by this, doesn't seem to have much sympathy. Now she's saying, hey, Biden, hey, buddy, it's time to pay up. And good for her. Shouldn't be a problem for Hunter, after all. Hunter Biden was paid up to 83,000 bucks per month from Burisma, the Ukrainian gas company he was on the board of, despite having zero experience in that industry. So if he gives that little baby just one month's worth of his Burisma salary, that will amount to almost double the median annual income in Arkansas. And I don't know, I don't know, little baby Biden, little baby Biden can roll up to preschool in a little cute little Gucci onesie. Now, why should we care about this family drama? So what, Hunter Biden, he's a deadbeat dad. What does it matter? Well, it matters a lot because it's more proof of his character or lack thereof, I should say. It seems that every chance Hunter gets to make a good decision, he does the opposite. He picks the wrong one. And this entire impeachment investigation began because President Trump said to the new president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, that he should look into the corruption 
uh, the, the corruption rumors surrounding the company that Hunter Biden sat on the board of. The Democrats obviously want you to forget about that. They want to begin the narrative with Donald Trump. But it started long before then, started with Burisma. Burisma was under investigation and Joe Biden went in and told them, hey, drop it. Drop the investigation or you're not getting any aid money. And it's something he actually bragged about live. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. So apparently, apparently Joe Biden, he's allowed to use foreign aid to try to get other countries to drop investigations into his son's company. But... If Trump tells the new president, well, if you could look into that, which is literally all he said, well, that's impeachable. And you got, you got a conga line of people coming in to give their interpretation of that speech or of that phone call. Give me a break. If you're a Biden, you're part of the elite class. You're part of the sophisticates. You're politically protected. You know, they keep on saying the Obama administration never had any scandals. Remember Obama? We didn't have any scandals. We didn't have any scandals. And that's the end of that. That's what we're supposed to believe. However, we here have done numerous episodes on how, contrary to what Biden and Barack say about their scandals, their administration was actually riddled with scandals. And how is it not a scandal, one of many, when the vice president invites his idiot son along for a trip to China on Air Force Two so that his son can conduct business with the Chinese government and then ink a billion dollar deal after he gets home. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we often hear about how terrible it is that Donald Trump Jr. is running a hotel business while his father is president, even though, as we know, the Trump Organization donates the money made from foreign entities to the Treasury to avoid any impropriety. And yet Hunter Biden is allowed to use taxpayer finance travel to conduct his personal business. Hunter Biden is a low-down, dirty dog, and the only reason they are working so hard to protect him is because his father was dear old, our savior, Obama's vice president. And they love their fake narrative that the wonderful Obama was a scandal-free president, even though that couldn't be further from the truth. They can't let a deadbeat dad like Hunter Biden bring down their entire legacy. So instead, they are trying to bring down the Donald. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.